threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Just let it play, don't talk. All right. Just listen to the beat. You're talking. Getting rhythm. <laughs> Stop talking. Stop talking, man. I was just enjoying it. How the hell are you, Cameron? <laughs> I'm fantastic. Are you? It's been a good day. Wrapping up my my family medicine yes. clinic. I'm, I'm glad. You're I'll just, be honest. You're ready to move on. I'm so happy to move on. We've told people, right? You got a new job? I don't know if we've said anything. Yep. I'm a trucker now. Yeah. He's, he's going directly on strike. <laughs> Man, I'll say trucking is tempting anymore. It is, yeah. Like, they're getting paid real well. And then you get to listen to podcasts all day long. Oh, yeah. We just I mean, listen to every episode we've ever done. Exactly. That'd be Somebody cool. called me out one time. They heard me listening to it. They're like, well, listen to yourself. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. Sometimes you do I'm that. I'm like, once in a while I do. Yeah. I, I, a lot of times I don't. I don't either, but once in a while you're like, I, I need to remember what we talked about in this episode. Yeah. Or like, or somebody says something was so funny, and I'm yeah. like, I don't remember that. And was I'll it? listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. But anyway. It is kind of awkward if I'm you're obsessed listening. with someone, my own voice. Someone catches you listening. I'm just listening to Cam. not listening <laughs> to myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blocking myself out. I'm critiquing him right now. But Cameron, we've got a great episode today. Yeah, we do have a good episode. What are we talking about, man? <clears throat> Speaking of truckers, yeah. they may want this more than anybody. For sure. So we figured we'd talk about surviving like a long distance get home scenario. Yeah. Because you never know. Um, mm. We've always talked about the chances of you being away from your home. And it might be on a business trip, you mm-hmm. know, camping trip. You know, I don't know. You're out doing something on your own and all hell breaks loose. And you got to get home. You got to get home. How you and gonna it's do a it? long way. Yeah, it is. So it's going to be a little more difficult. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that. Beautiful. Before we get into that, I got to tell you about BattleBox. It is the monthly subscription box for men full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and casual preppers. Each month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you'd normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but here's a sampling of what users received this month. The Light Band Active 520. Basically, it's like a Star Wars. <laughs> it's Star Trek. It's Le- what is it? I don't Le- remember. Burton or whatever. I don't know, but if you could see, How do you say his name. If you're watching, it's it's pretty cool. It's like RoboCop. It is. Like, That's what it is. RoboCop. It looks like RoboCops. It does. Uh, I think the red. Well, uh-huh. it's not red, but it's pretty. It cool. looks like it's glass. It does do red though. And then, oh, it does. Yeah, it does. It goes red. The Halloween costume yeah. right there. And then the Zippo Heat Bank 9S Plus rechargeable hand warmer. These things are one. freaking sweet. I actually bought one of these for my wife last year because she's always cold, and she loves it. Yeah. Yeah. So and this is not poop. the one that you start a fire in. It's no, a battery. No. It's a battery, yeah. I think the one that I have, I want to try that one, too. The oil, uh, you put, like, It just sits and, fuel like, in there. cooks in your pocket. That's <laughs> scary, man. That is scary. It's like a fire in your pocket. Um, <laughs> all this badassness starts at just 30 bucks a month. They've shipped almost a million boxes and won Best Men's Subscription of 2017. Our listeners get a free knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash casualpreppers. That is trybattlebox.com slash casualpreppers. Get your first battle box plus a free knife at trybattlebox.com slash casualpreppers. Listener reviews starts now. 
Yeah, boy. Yeah, I'm boy. excited. This box was really good. It is, it is a fantastic box. We'll talk about that later. We sure will. You want to grab this, Cam? You yeah. So, okay. crying in Idaho. I mean, this is is that sad? <laughs> yeah, I think I, I it's a it's 4 a.m. and I'm working on a stupid work PowerPoint today. Oh man! I wanted to listen to a podcast. Put on the 2020 episode. <laughs> 220. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Surviving in your car, oh, I have yeah. tears of laughter streaming down my face during the gym bit. Gym bit. <laughs> Sounds like a bit you get from Harbor Freight. Yeah. It's a gym bit. I need a gym bit. Can't get <laughs> I this need damn two thing. gym bits and I'll be gone. I need a large and a small. <laughs> um, you both make me feel like I'm listening to my brothers while gaining helpful tips. Keep up the keep up being amazing. Mm-hmm. That's what we wanted. Thanks, we we want the podcast to feel like you're just hanging with your bros. Yeah. Or your sisters. Stupid bros, for one thing. <laughs> Idiots. Yeah. But it is what it is. Thank you, Jennifer, from Washington. If you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, leave us a five-star review. Make it awesome. It's a mad, mad world. So the world is mad. Um, Russia is still doing their thing. I don't know if you saw this earlier, Cameron, uh, this week. This was yesterday, I think. Russian government hackers have likely penetrated critical Ooh. Ukrainian <laughs> Ukrainian computer I'm systems. Listening. So they they cyber attacked. <clears throat> of course they did. Man, they're just, wow. Yeah, so that was yesterday. They're in a, being aggressive. Oh, <laughs> They're being aggressive on all You're fronts. being aggressive. I am. Cam just my knocked. Hand, <laughs> I don't know what he's my doing. My hand slipped off from the armrest. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. We're up in the air. Gosh dang. Yeah. So they they messed up a bunch of stuff with this cyber attack. And also today, which just happened, <clears throat> they started uh, sending shells. They've been shelling old Ukraine. Have they really? Yes. They're, I mean, so, I it's mean, clear as day they're going to invade. Yeah. Aren't we excited? Oh no, my gosh. we're not excited. Why? What's the problem? They got like the whole world against them, mm-hmm. and they're like, "We'll just do it anyway." Yeah, I'll just get her done. <laughs> what else? What else are we gonna? We've do? made plans. I don't have a plan B. <laughs> Let's do it. I wrote it down. I made a PowerPoint. And they're redneck. They're redneck. <laughs> I made a PowerPoint about this. Yeah, why don't we just go in? I don't know. We don't got Let's nothing. Wait else. for Winter Olympics to finish, <laughs> and then we tack. Or then my skater keeps falling. Let's just <laughs> let's just invade Ukraine. There's a very good chance that their soldiers are doping. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So well, that's 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 exciting. I mean, yeah. Why not throw some more into? It's been peaceful for long. Throw enough. it into the mix. Ugh. Put it in that you know makes my stomach and churn. That's the, that's the Red Bull. That's true. <laughs> that's making your stomach turn. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Probably. So, um, I thought this was more interesting. Okay. You never know where we're going with this. Phase four wins DARPA contract to test novel propellant. All right. We've been working with DARPA to explore how we can apply our thrusters to mm-hmm. use low cost, low size weight and power propellants to further de- further the development of mass manufactured satellites in large larger constellations. Mm. So, um, this company that DARPA is supporting, and we all know what DARPA is now. Yeah, yeah we do. They fuel all the, uh, you know, big projects, secret projects. So, not only boosters for, like, satellites and, and things like that, this could propel us deep, deep into space. Oh, my goodness. But this is what's weird to me, is they don't know what the propellant is. <laughs> They've been <laughs> testing with um, xenon. Oh, Propellant, yeah. but they're thinking it's iodine. What a iodine. 
Just squirting iodine across the universe. That's weird. Yeah, and it says um, what they suspect with iodine is we're looking at how we can apply the unique technology that Phase 4 has to enable different applications and tailor to its needs of our satellites. Um, For customers who are intent on optimizing electric propulsion performance, iodine basically provides the same performance as xenon at a much lower price point. So it's cheaper... And then they, they're also thinking that they can harvest it along the way. So Are I guess done? they're just going to get out. What? I guess I've never, ever once heard of an asteroid being made up of 20% iodine. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. So I'm like, what a weird hmm. assumption that they're going to use iodine because it's cheap. I guess, yeah. um, oh, whoa, excuse me. <laughs> That, this monster, or <laughs> this Red Bull's coming up on the table right now. <laughs> Here it goes. Um, but yeah, I'm like, iodine. So anyways, mm. DARPA is now supporting these companies that are using new propellants so we can travel to Neptune. And stuff. I think that's awesome. I do too. I think it's great. Fuel, put it all in there. Our yeah. Earth is falling apart. People are yeah. going crazy. Russia's going to invade everywhere. Have they tried Red Bull as a propellant? <laughs> it's working for you today. Your shit's felt, going hard. Felt, I've sunk deeper into the seat. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, man. Yeah, that's just, awesome. Well, that's fun. Anyways, that's kind of cool. That is cool. Cameron, here it is. Yes. We're talking about a long-distance get-home scenario. So what are we talking about when we're talking about that? What kind of scenarios might you find yourself in where it would be um, an issue, right? First thing is, so maybe your work sends you... 130 miles to a larger city for some training or something. This happens all the time, right? Your family stays home. You've been go- you're going to be gone for maybe three days. This happened. I mean, you're always going on these little work trips and stuff like that. But um, you pack your stuff. You head out on a Sunday night. You arrive. You check in. You watch a little TV. You nod off to bed. Happens all the time. 5 a.m. a loud knock on your hotel door. And it's the staff who explains the power has been lost across the entire city. Cell phones. Everything had been knocked out. Obviously, you're smarter than them. You're like, this is an EMP, right? Yeah. You're 130 miles from home. How are you going to get there? That's one scenario, right? Maybe you're a truck driver. We talked about this earlier. You're making a long haul across the Midwest or whatever. You you run into a massive traffic jam. Everyone's freaking out. They're just getting out of their cars and waddling down the, the, the highway, right? <laughs> yeah. Because everybody's fat. That's why I said waddle. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so they're they're leaving their cars. You're like, anybody that drives is <laughs> <fat>. <laughs> idiots. Um, but you're in your 18-wheeler, so where are you going to go? You can't just run through all the cars. You're going to have to get your gear. You're going to have to get out. You're going to have to walk home, maybe, right? Or maybe you've flown 2,000 miles with your family to a nice beach vacation. Soon your phone goes off and the moon's out of orbit, right? <laughs> this, I, mean, I had to throw it. Oh, my gosh. Like Cam and I went and saw Moonfall the other day. And if you want a good laugh, go watch Moonfall. Yeah. It, basically, it, it's like the quickest um, <laughs> apocalyptic scenario yeah. you'll ever see. But like, with... As oh soon as gosh. texts come, boom. It's like yeah. fire and chaos and people yeah. looting and... Oh, my gosh. I mean, it, there was such interesting stuff in there. It could have been so awesome. Honestly, I'd watch it again just because <laughs> it was so bad it was good. Yeah. I'm not joking you. I don't know what they were... Like, I'm, like the actors had to have been like, I don't know... About this. I don't know, man. Maybe the script sounded amazing. Yeah, it might have. And it turned out. But, like, the whole world's flooding, right? They have to go into this hotel. <laughs> the world's, like, flooding. The whole bottom floor they can't even go to. They decide it's time to, to take a nap. 
<laughs> so they go to bed. Yeah, I was like, is, is it like the police that show up to like, yeah, I think so. Get them. Yeah, the, the military basically or like wake them up because they yeah. have like a plan. Yeah. And they're like in their sleeping. <laughs> they're in their robes because they got their clothes wet. <laughs> it's like they all took a nap. And they're going to go to sleep without like their yeah. items on oh them. Oh my gosh, it was crazy. Made a lot of sense. Go watch that movie because I mean, we had fun. I've been having a lot of fun sending Cam like gifts of the, yeah, you, I don't even, man. Of the moonfall. Somebody else thought it was amazing too because there's a lot of those. There's already. a lot of gifts, yeah. That that one guy, man, his his facial expressions, and he was so mad in every He's scene. Pissed about everything. No matter what, he was just pissed. But that's what I expect. Like, yeah, Homeland Security, and oh, they're all just that pissed way. off. Like, yeah, we gotta save United States. <laughs> Space man. Okay, I'll move on from that. But that was hilarious. Like, yeah. I really want to do like a mystery science theater. Three. Oh my gosh, that's a perfect one for it. We would have a blast doing that. <laughs> Anyways, how are you gonna get your whole story your of my life. family safely home? <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to get home? Um, you know, what if you're out of the country and something happens? I don't even want to think about that. We didn't even go into that scenario. Yeah. You're across the pond, you know. <laughs> you got to get back across the pond somehow. So it's going to be like land before time. I know, yeah. That big old crevasse or yeah, whatever. Yep. So what if there are any of the following where you're more than 100 miles away from home? Civil unrest. Natural disasters, some sort of a terrorist attack. What if martial law is declared when you're away from home? That's yeah. like one of my worst nightmares. Yeah. It really is. So those are just- Yeah, a, you're not going to get out. No. That, that freaked me out, man. Those Why are just, you always carry military clothes with you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and an M16. <laughs> what we doing? <laughs> get back just in your house. it over your shoulders. Yeah. Uh, Get back in there. So, anyways, sneak out back. those are the things we're talking about today. But mostly, what we're talking about is being alone, away from home, and a long distance, and you got to get back. Yeah, right. So there we go. That's scary. I'm scared right you now. Know, I, like, <laughs> when I've gone out of town, um, which is you know to Salt Lake from here is what like 130, 150, 150 miles probably. But I'm always like something's gonna happen right now. Every time, yeah. I'm always paranoid because yeah. I'm like I'm away. Mm-hmm. My family's you know. I ain't walking back. That's for sure. No way, man. You ain't going to make it. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's something that I always keep on my mind. I'm like, yeah, what, what, what will I do? Mm-hmm. And we're not going to tell you. <laughs> so, end of, end of episode. Yeah. See you later. So, when all goes down and you're like in this, you know, in the situation, you got to assess the situation. Yeah. You got to think about like where you're at at the moment. And there's, there's some things to go through before, you know, you just start. Get out of your car and start running towards your house. <laughs> That's what this, it's so funny because anytime you see a video like on YouTube or somewhere, it's a preppers get home scenario. Yeah. In fact, second, get out your stuff, start walking, <laughs> shooting people on the way. It's like, well, yeah, maybe not. I know. Maybe that's not the best. It's not a realistic scenario. It's like moonfall. I got like, blown tire. <laughs> just start firing off into the highway. The power's out. <laughs> You know, you just start, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Planting your survival garden as soon as the power goes out. <laughs> yeah, it's like we did one that one battle box one. It was yeah. Like, we made it like. Yeah, it's the same thing. We're going to live out in the forest immediately <laughs> after. We're sending out fish traps the second that <laughs> there's a pandemic. <laughs> you know? That's right. It was a fish Snares trap. and stuff. <laughs> Starting fires. <laughs> we Man. had to show the gear, okay? Yeah, we did, yeah. But yeah, number one, like, don't panic. And the Good way luck. that you don't panic is that you have a plan ahead of time. Yeah. You know, you've got to go through this stuff. And if you're prepared, you're not going to panic. Everyone around you is likely going to panic. <laughs> Everybody, yeah. So you got to right. keep your head on straight. Good luck. Um, 
you also need to remember like what you've gone through and hopefully you have gone through with your family Mm -hmm. to consider like, what are they going to be doing, um, while you're trying to get back home? Mm -hmm. Is it affecting your hometown? Is it just, you know, local for you or is it across the whole country? Yeah. And so you've got to figure, are they going to, you know, with what's going down and what you expect's going down, hopefully you have ways to communicate with them so that you can meet up. But you also have to consider maybe you won't be able to communicate with them. So if you don't have that plan ahead of time of knowing, okay, if this and this happens, Mm. they're going to go to, you know, their parents' cabin. And that's where I'm going to try and get back to you. You got to have that all set out ahead of time. Yeah, that's that's a good point because you might not be going home. Yeah, you might be going to a bug out location from the, an you alternate hope they're location. Getting there. Yeah, like come on, dear, remember yeah. the plan. <laughs> right, get there. And the thing too is like maybe there's some reason they had to leave that. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a way you've got to you know put yeah. you know, pee in a corner or something, show that you were there, <laughs> draw something on a window. Yeah, um, but. You, like when we talk about communication, we've talked about it before in that it's not always like cell phones and walkie talkies, yeah. like communicate by signals and markings and, mm-hmm. you know, and petroglyphs and yeah, <laughs> picture graphs, as my dad says. Picture graphs. Yeah. <laughs> Look at old Indian picture graphs. Yeah. I'm like, mm, <laughs> that's not yeah, quite okay. right. That's fine. Close enough. That's where I learned my speaking and talking is <laughs> yeah. from my father. Um, but yeah. Obviously, you're going to try and use the means of communicating with them with what you have. Mm-hmm. Cell phone, try and get a text out, try and get an email, try landlines. Um, social media, everybody's on there. Probably going to be able to learn a lot of false news. For yeah. sure. <laughs> gas, what? They're making a run all the gas stations. You try and send a message to your family on social media and it gets <laughs> fact-checked as false or something. <laughs> yes. Gosh, dang it. Was there a gun in the background? Shouldn't have used Facebook. Yeah, seriously. <clears throat> I'll just wait for him to post. <laughs> yeah. If I know Kobe's alive, he's going to post. He's going to put something on his IG stories, probably. <laughs> Heading home, long-term scenario. <laughs> Hashtag get home. <laughs> and it just like, shows me walking down the road. <laughs> he hasn't even called me and he posted about it. Uh, I would probably, probably do that, Kobe would. This is good content. This is great content. <laughs> uh, so um, maybe you, you know. Hashtag you, Cam, get your outline done. This is going to be the next episode. <laughs> yeah. Let's change our outline to this. <laughs> yeah. um, maybe you uh, thought ahead of time and you have a satellite phone. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Or know somebody or, mm-hmm. you know. Um, truckers, you know, rely a lot on their radio. Mm-hmm. And so they probably have a better way of communicating or hopefully they have something in their home that they can use mm-hmm. to communicate. So sure. there's just a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, you can leave a message in your vehicle if you abandon it so people know this it's, is where he's going. It's really not a bad idea to do that, yeah. though. Maybe encrypt it a little bit. Yeah. Going to... <laughs> I don't know what you said. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Remember that time we made out? That's where we are. <laughs> Remember our first time? <laughs> Meet me there. That's where I is. Back at a Walmart parking lot? <laughs> That's where we go? This is the car. How... I thought... <laughs> I'm in the back seat. <laughs> Just turns around. Just turns around. Hey, honey. You figured it out. <laughs> well done. In the back seat with your pants off. Good job. Good job. You win. Welcome. <laughs> Let's like relive the that. The simplest thing. Well, there's a shoelace all the way around the car. Yeah. Goes into the trunk. He's in there. Um, I found him. Didn't want to get lost. But, uh, yeah. So, anyway. Lost my mm. track here. You're fine. Then, um, consider, that's what we were talking about, like yeah. areas to meet up. Maybe leaving something 
that somebody knows where you're headed mm-hmm. and you can have your little inside uh, coding system <laughs> so yeah. that, you know, somebody's like, oh, that's where all the guns are. <laughs> um, I'm sure somebody's going to be looking for a note. Got to tell them what <laughs> this gum wrapper says he's up in the cabin <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the mountain. Um, <clears throat> there may be reasons to avoid authority. Yeah. Martial law, they're on like high alert. They're all pumped up and freaked out. So, yeah. you know, you may not want to be like, sir. <laughs> Hello, sir. Can I borrow your gun? I can't get Going out. into the forest. <laughs> I don't know why I'm British. I'm scared. Can I borrow your gun? <laughs> that belt looks great. <laughs> the belt? Can I wear your belt with the gun on it? You look like Batman with that belt on. <laughs> Are you going to use those handcuffs? <laughs> Meeting yeah. up my wife in the first place we dated? <laughs> borrow your jacket, sir. <laughs> Trying to get home. What's your badge number? Um, but yeah, so uh, you may want to avoid them because you just don't know. Like... They're they're freaked out, and they're probably not wanting to be there guiding people because those are the worst places to be. Yeah, don't like <laughs> trying to and, direct humans. Go up and ask for like a martial law selfie. Come on, come over here, buddy. <laughs> you have like a readout of what the martial law implies. Like, yeah. Um, and then you need to figure out if you're going to just stay put. Is it safer yeah. for you to stay in the hotel? Because the moon's out of orbit, <laughs> and you want to just take a nap. That's probably the best thing to do. Well, we need to do. We you need to see moon. You need to see moonfall because I think it's going to slip into. We a should lot do of like a mindless podcast. banner on moonfall and like talk about the movie and it wouldn't be that like how to survive it. It's a different scenario. For oh yeah, one, and then it's the just stuff. oh my gosh. Maybe we should once it comes out on video and we can watch it again. Yeah, when you guys notes. can get it on VHS. Yeah. Then we, can, then we can talk about Once it. Once it's out on the laser disc, <laughs> we'll probably do an episode. Yep. Don't stream it. Buy no. it. But yeah. Um, and then uh you have to consider where the biggest threats are gonna be. Yeah. There's choke points, you know. If you're on I fifteen or I eighty or I seventy across that's they're gonna be overloaded yeah. in some way. So you wanna have alternate routes to get away from one police. but just staying out of uh where all the commotion is going to be yeah and if if you're in a nicer vehicle um you may want to consider not being such a like well for example like if you have uh, a gladiator jeep Mm. and it's decked out survival like that's going to be kind of a hot item for anybody like man that's going to go anywhere yeah you get out take pee jimmy john I don't know. Jump sandwich man. It. Yeah, sandwich man. It's about time. <laughs> but it's got a place for all the meats in the back, cheese on the yeah. back seat. If you're driving something off road yeah. and flashy, you're probably going to want to take all the back roads to stay away from. For sure, yeah. You know, getting it stolen from you. You need to get like a white GMC truck. There's nine million of them. Seriously, nobody's going to look twice at in you. In Utah, just get a white Yukon. <laughs> No, yeah. And no one will even bother. I swear in town, it's the GMCs. My dad has a white GMC, and he's like, a pasture, you didn't even look. I'm like, there's 40,000 on the road. How am I supposed to know it's you? That's true. They all look Kobe the same. Kobe has a white Dodge, and I'm always like, hey. It's <laughs> somebody else. I'll start yeah. waving, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Tony's like, who's that? You know who that is? I'm like, no, I don't. I, don't. I thought it was Kobe. I thought it was Kobe. And then the next one passes, I think it's you. I just keep waving <laughs> all the white Dodges. I'm really friendly to all the white Dodgers. <laughs> um, the other thing is the... Uh, like personal risks, like maybe you have health problems. Probably you do. You, you, yeah, most likely you're American, so you have <laughs> yeah. all kinds of diseases, and you're on a bunch of medications. Yeah. Maybe it won't be in your best interest to walk a thousand miles back home. Probably not. Even if you have all your gear yeah. and your nice boots mm-hmm. and your tactical pants from um, off- <laughs> and your tactical goose. Off-grid survival. Yeah. 
tactical chicken. Tactical you got to put goose. that. You got to, you know, maybe your vision impaired. <laughs> you don't want to be yeah. <laughs> filling around in the forest to make it home. These things are going to limit your ability to yeah. to travel, and so it's probably safest for you to stay put and have somebody come to you. And hopefully you got the community. So if you're one of those people, you can stop listening right now because none of this is going right. to apply to you. You just got to take into consideration like all of the like higher level prepping that you're going to have to For do. sure, yeah. So, yeah. You don't need to sit and rot in your truck. Like your CPAP machine <laughs> right. in your get out, get right. home bag. It's just harder. So your plan might be, honey, you come to me. <laughs> I can't come to you. <laughs> My doctor said I shouldn't be walking. You know that. <laughs> can I get a note for the apocalypse <laughs> to stay put? Um, consider like self-defense training and, mm. or, you know, proper use of a weapon. Yeah. Cause you know, you don't know what you're going to run into. You don't obviously want to just fire upon anybody. We are like carrying yeah. a handgun is like the best defense, but you just don't ever want to use it, you, you know, but pepper sure. spray, stun gun. There's a lot of different things that you can use to get away from people and not put yourself Bow staff, in harm. <laughs> yeah. Nunchucks. Yeah. Take down bow. Take down bow. You just never know. Right. Whip, maybe. But like the handgun thing, I'm not I'm not opposed to it. I think it's a good thing to have for mm. self-defense. But you know when you... I always think, like I've talked about it before, I always think about um, War of the Worlds. Mm. When he takes that pistol out, then all hell breaks loose because yeah. they get a hold of it. They shoot other people. It's like, you really want to have a good plan there. Yeah, make sure you know what you're doing before you pull it out. Right. Yeah. Um, that it works for more situations than one. Right. That's good advice for <laughs> several situations. Don't pull it out. Don't and pull like, it out unless you know what you're doing because you're going to look dumb. Yeah. And in both situations, expect to probably face yeah. police force. You feel and, bad afterwards, too. Yeah. <laughs> probably. And there's going to be emotions evolved with yeah. whichever of those two you whip out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then we, we've gone over gray man tactics. Sure. Like you want to blend into the crowd. You want to wear your Jinko jeans. If you're a girl, look ugly. Mm-hmm. All that stuff we talked about. Many you already have that done. Like, yeah. You're going to look ugly no matter yeah. what. You're, you've been gray man since birth. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yep. Um, you don't want to be too ugly. <laughs> then you stand out. <laughs> you got to be there's, a little snaggle tooth. There's like, you got to get that perfect, like, <laughs> yeah. not good looking. You got alopecia spots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're going to pick up. You don't want to look like a troll, but you don't want to look like a model. <laughs> <laughs> right, like right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, you gotta. You want to be normal. Yeah, but blend in so that you can. If you do have to pass through, you know, heavy crowded areas, mm. that you're gonna blend in more and not be a target. People sure. aren't gonna be like, "Look at he's got all his tactical gear. I'm gonna follow him." Mm. And you still don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Lead all these people to death. Yeah. Um, and avoiding the crowded areas. Yeah. Like when. I just remember being in San Francisco and it's like shorter to cut through the middle of town, but that was the scariest part of my yeah. whole trip. Going I through town. go all the way around. <laughs> Do not go through the middle of San Francisco if you're in San Francisco, but like good advice for the most, you know, most of those big yeah. cities, you're not going to want to cut through the middle during an right. apocalyptic. If it adds 30 miles, do it. Yep. Um, and then I already talked about the vehicle thing. So, yeah, but yeah, having these things uh, planned ahead, you want to get maps and you want to have, and we'll talk about that, but mm-hmm. you want to avoid the things that are going to put your life at risk. Yeah. And walking home a thousand miles is going to be a lot harder. Yeah. And, and I so think it's the... like, do I really need to do this? And, mm-hmm. and you know, what risk, what things am I going to be involved with? And, and you got to take all that stuff into consideration. Uh, yeah. I think the biggest thing Cam's getting at here is don't just take off running towards home. Right. As soon as something we happens. We all want to get home. Yeah. But that's why that Take plan for your family is yeah. so huge. It's Absolutely. like, know that they're 
taking care of themselves and mm-hmm. then take care of yourself. That's right. So let's <laughs> let's talk about transportation and the route that you might take. So this is going to be probably the biggest thing to think about, right? So if you if you plan to travel home via the highways and roads, like Cam said, if you can plan for routes to have less traffic because they're probably going to have less roadblocks or whatever else is going on, right? right. The freeways are going to be tough. Maybe the side roads that are outside of towns are going to be your best option. It's going to take you a little bit longer, but you're going to face yeah. less adversity on the way, probably. Right? And you've got to think if those roads are even open. Like, yeah. they're in the spring and it's dry. There's so many roads here that it's oh, yeah. like, I go up there and I hit a gate and I'm like, come on. Yeah. I guess I'll charge through that. But. Exactly. <laughs> Do it all the time. Yeah. In the um, Milan. Yep. Always a plus to have physical roadmaps. We've talked about that. Hopefully Siri and Google are going to be there to help you, but you don't know what's going to happen in these situations. So... Then the next thing you have to think about is when to travel. Do you travel during the night? Do you travel during the day? There's going to be pluses and minuses to each of these options. Obviously, night is going to afford you some cover while you're walking or riding or driving or whatever it is. That might be good. You have to stand out. You're also going to stand out. Exactly. So, um, like I I said here, driving may not make a whole lot of a difference because you're going to have your headlights on. So you got to think about that. But there hopefully will be less people out on the roads at those times if you have. A headlamp and you're walking. Night vision. Night vision is always good if you can get that. Mm-hmm. It may be a good idea to keep your movement in the darker hours if you're walking because just a little headlamp is probably going to be pretty inconspicuous. Nobody's really going to see that from a great distance. So you might think about it, right? Um, depending on how far you need to go and your mode of transportation, like you may elect to travel nonstop until you get home. But if it's more than like 24 hours away, it's probably not going to be possible. You're going to have to make pit stops along the way to sleep or eat or, yeah. you know, <clears throat> scavenge. Might not be a bad idea to throw some, never thought about, like, depends and stuff. Ah, it's like, okay. If yeah. you just want to push all the way through. keep going through, yeah. <laughs> That's going to be super uncomfortable, but you could do it <laughs> for sure. It's definitely possible. Um, so higher traveled routes, like we said, or maybe the pandemic's diarrhea. Ooh, that'd be horrible. Be worse. <laughs> You'd be prepped for it, though. I would. I'm like, no problem. Here. No biggie. It's like a Tuesday for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, so here are uh, other types of routes that you could plan on. Uh, the one thing I always keep thinking about is railways and railroad tracks. You like, you might be able to actually hop a train that's going in the direction you need to go. True. Wouldn't that be a great thing to do? Yeah. I think so. LA's be- cracking them open anyway. Yeah. Like you're going to keep moving at a pretty good pace, but you're going to keep away from roadblocks. Yeah. You're not going to see authorities. You're not going to really encounter any bad guys along the way. You're just going to be sitting in a train car. Just hobos. Yeah. Ho- <laughs> you can deal with a hobo. That's easy. <laughs> One hobo is nothing compared to <laughs> martial law, right? Yeah. So I think it's a, a thing to think about if the trains are going and you can hop one, freaking get on there, yeah. man. Train tracks freaking cut through yeah, mountains. Exactly. So you they even have those train track hand cars. I know. You seen I, those things? I, I was watching some like thing of when they were exploring Japan and they have those. I'm like, mm. man, they're like they're uh manual. Actually, I think they were bikes, but oh, they're battery operated. I've seen and those. they just pedal on the I'm like, yeah. man, that would be sweet. But you can get those and you might be able to find one somewhere. I don't know. I mean maybe if you're going on a business trip. Throw, uh, throw one in your backpack. Uh, yep. <laughs> you never know. I wonder if they make like a... I don't know. Some kind of kit. Yeah. I wonder if Battlebox will send us a train track bike so. kit. Perfect. But you can also just use the train tracks as a route. Yeah. You know, to walk. Or, you know, if you're on a bike or a horse or something, we'll talk about that later. You just use those <laughs> as your path, right? Um, because 
they keep you off of the main roads most of the time, yeah. the main routes. And you can also just kind of walk, you know, just off of the train tracks so you're not right on top of them, right? Yeah. And so that's it's always a good thing. Um, and they always say in, like, wilderness survival, you know, it's like you could follow the power lines, but they could go miles into nowhere. They could. But in this scenario, like, you're going if you that have way. gear and mm-hmm. items to keep you camp, like, I would follow a power. Yeah, line. as long as it's going in the general direction you want to go, <laughs> right? <laughs> Well, I was going north, but this power line goes east. Yeah, you got to make sure that, yeah. Um, And and like Cam said, you know, if you have to go over large mountains, if you've found a train uh, track, it's going to go through the mountain most likely. So you could actually go right through the tunnel. Just be careful not to get train smashed right in the middle. You got to be very (laughs) careful. I'm sleeping on the train track so I don't lose it. (laughs) I don't want to roll over and not know where it's at. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right just gotta be yeah gotta be careful um but so if you could get some railway maps might not be a bad idea you actually can go to openrailwaymap.org can you really you can print off well, all the dang. rail all what the have i been doing my i don't life? know i've been trying to figure it out manually <laughs> been writing down a map in my back Put pocket my ear on it <laughs> yeah i got just something in a notebook that i've been drawing you can print one off <laughs> Yep. Um, another thing that Cam mentioned is power lines. Uh, these could be also another alternate route that oh, you can you use. Yeah, um, basically power lines lead from a power generation plant to places that need power, right? Yeah. So mostly, Makes sense. Um, if you follow them, at some point you're going to get to civilization. Some station or at least yes. some. <laughs> but the great thing about them is, is when they go through like a dense forest, they cut that down so it's much easier to walk and you yeah. don't get lost. Right, so that could be a plus for you. Um, still going to suck trying to cross water like a big river or something because they'll hold on both power lines. Yeah, it's really not that <laughs> Just hard. Shimmy across the power line. Yeah, I mean it's no biggie. <laughs> Figure it out. So just think about transformer that. float. You just pull them off, <laughs> like bumblebee. No, not that one. Oh, the other transformer. I get you. <clears throat> Trails. You could also use hiking trails, possibly. You, there's maps all over the place that you can find for hiking trails. It, it, you're going to be hiking. You're going to be on the mountains, so be careful. Are you having that. fun or are you trying to get home? Yeah. Is this a pleasure hike or are you just trying to get home with your family? You got you to make that decision. Me. I'm just going to go check out this trail. Yeah. Go check out this lake. I heard good things. That's I heard there's on. an old mine up here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, rivers Jeez. are also a possible way you could use these waterways to get home if you're lucky. Yeah. You're gonna have to get. You're gonna have a real great plan. You're gonna have to get real lucky <laughs> to make this work. Okay, but it's well, true though. But it's possible. You need and a you boat. Got water. Yep. Got a good filter. You need a boat or a jet ski or a little big log. Yeah. I don't know. You got something. You, you're not just gonna like go down it like a water slide. You're gonna be real water log. First thing you do, you get into your town that you're camping in. Get a log set up. Log, just in case. Or inner tube, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Just pull up it in tube and leave it. Yeah. Just in case. Just in case. I'm plan leaving, C. I'm leaving you here. Okay. I got an inner tube in every town on the West Coast. <laughs> I'll put my name on all of them. I don't think anybody's going to take it. They, they shouldn't. I got I, it chained up to a rock. I got this. Put one in my get home bag <laughs> on the back. Tire goes flat. Got a tube. Yeah. Gotta go float down the river. Got a tube. I need a pillow. It's a genius. I got a tube. <laughs> Watch a football game, got a tube. <laughs> football sitting in the stadium <laughs> on an inner tube. You just inner tube. This is so much more comfortable. Yeah. I need one of them neck pillows in the airplane. <laughs> got an inner tube. <laughs> <laughs> 
anyways, it's a good you, plan. You can do it. Um, it's just going to be really dangerous. Yeah. So you might you might want to think about water it. water kills people. <laughs> it sure does, <laughs> but also keeps you alive. <laughs> so you can fish on the way too. That's, that's true. So you got to think about just that. Drink beer and paddle along. Yeah. Gosh damn pontoon boat. There you go. Might be your home. Hovercraft. You know? Yeah. So think about the vehicle methods that you can use to get home. <clears throat> Number one is going to be your personal vehicle if you have it, right? If it works, it's going to be your go-to. You're going to get in it, and you're going to drive home. Mm-hmm. But in certain situations, it might not be possible. Maybe it's an EMP, and your vehicle is rendered useless. Certain martial law situations, you're not going to be able to do that. Um, certain natural disaster situations, you're not going to be able to do that. And fuel shortages might become an issue if you're kind of if you're going to be driving home, and let's talk about fuel. It's going to be key in a long distance get home scenario. Hopefully, you have a vehicle that has great miles per gallon, and hopefully, you're not dumb and running on E all the time, especially if you're out of town. In power outages, your card may not work. We've talked about this a million times. Cash is going to be key, so that is going to be really important in one of these scenarios is having cash, because getting home you have to you have to refuel, and if the power's out. Cash is going to be the only way, cash or barter, and so cash is probably going to be the best thing to do there. Having tools to siphon could be a huge blessing. That would be huge. <clears throat> so beware. Gas stations, they're like the devil's ass crack when it comes to bad stuff happening <laughs> in, in, a, in an SHTF scenario. So you have to be very careful about stopping at gas stations. Avoiding them at all costs is probably going to be best. So think about alternate ways to get fuel, like uh, a farmer. They a lot of times they have big old fuel tanks out in their their fields. They do. We have one. Or do we? <laughs> you got one. Yeah. Or large businesses. A lot of like the places in town here have fuel tanks to fill up all their trucks. So be thinking about that as an alternate way to fill up. Siphon from abandoned vehicles might be something you could do as well. If you have an electric vehicle, this is going to be really difficult getting home. Um, my brother in law is actually driving his Tesla from Utah to Florida. Wow. And so he has to have a certain route, and he's going to have to make half-hour stops along the way. So just think about that. It's pretty dang tough to that have an electric vehicle in that situation. Also, if you're the only one with a car, good luck. You're going to be a huge target, so be right. careful there. Be very, very careful. Um, in certain situations, you might be able to rent a car. You know, maybe you've flown somewhere. Um, you need to rent something to get back, <laughs> right? It's going to be probably hard to do Can you turn this that. in? Right, right. I'll turn you out. You want the insurance? Nah, nah. It's all it's all good. <laughs> yeah. I don't need the insurance. Um, but it's something you could do if you're stuck in Florida. You need to get to Utah or something like that, and you've flown. You could do that. Uh, there might be super inflated prices during um, an issue. Got a full tank too. Yeah, exactly. Or think about this: you could get a U-Haul. There you go. You know what I mean? And then you have a place to sleep if you need to stop. You just get in the back seat. Yeah. You could. You, you have can, to plan your route for the height of different yes. overpasses. And you got to be careful there. <laughs> Cam has. Yeah. I know know. the height to a T now. Yeah, he's getting it. You know, and then the classic is, uh, you know, going on foot. It might be uh, a way you have to go, but it's going to be your last resort. Walking more than 50 miles is going to be a huge pain. You're not going to want to do it. You're going to have to have a very good plan. You're going to have to be in shape, and you're going to have to have great footwear and gear to make this work. It's not going to be just like a pleasure hike. This is going to suck especially if it's over like 50 miles. So you have to be ready for that situation. Yeah. <clears throat> Motorcycles, another way you can do it, you're going to have much better gas mileage, and you're going to have the freedom of going off-road pretty much anywhere you want. It could be a great setup if you can get a motorcycle. Weird. Was it? <laughs> okay, sorry. I, like I was going to cry or something. <laughs> you're really excited about the motorcycle thing, yeah. huh? What did you say, motorcycle? Yeah. <laughs> um, a bike, 
Uh, just like a motorcycle without a motor. Yeah. Cam, same thing. Uh, there's always one line around. <laughs> there's always one there line. There is always. <laughs> you can always find a bike. Yeah. Almost you always. Can, you can go to those little, I mean, how think of how far you could get with like in Park City, you know, you just rent yeah. one of those, take it off road. Exactly. Get you probably like 15, 20 miles. Electric for bikes yeah. you can rent. Or like the electric scooters around town we have here. Grab mm-hmm. one of those. <laughs> See how far you can get. I'm not joking. It wouldn't be a bad idea no, to start No, no, I'm not either. Uh, but a bike is... It saves some energy for a good yeah. 15, 20 miles. It's faster and easier than walking, so if you can get a bike, that's better. Yeah. But again, you're going to have to stay on some sort of a road or trail or... Yeah. I wonder if, like, <laughs> I guess if it's an EMP, those are toast. Yeah, those are At least you toast. won't even be yeah. able to get it out of the yeah, that's true. stupid lock. Uh, another way you could do is public transportation. Good luck on this one. You know, yeah. there's buses, there's trains. You could try an Uber. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. See if you can get home. Airplanes, helicopters, all of those things. And there's not a lot of helicopters with public transportation, but you can rent one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can. Crop uh, duster. Crop duster. Go talk and go pay for it. That's right. Private ride. Um, A boat. We talked about that a little bit. That's a way you could get home. Um, rail. Um, a horse, mule, donkey, llama. Yeah. Truck drivers. I know my cousin, like... Crazy to me to think about it. He used to come and visit us, visit us, visit us from like St. George, mm-hmm. and he would just hitch a ride with like a truck driver and go all the way back. That's crazy. Like man. when we were in the 80s, yeah. I'm just like, man, I would never think of that. Today. I wouldn't either, but uh, that was my next thing hitchhiking. It could work, yeah. but it could also get you killed. <laughs> yeah. You know, 50 50. 50 50. You're going to, you have to be extremely careful, but last ditch effort, you might say, frick, man, if someone will take yeah. me. I'll go. Yeah. So that is, it is definitely just a have viable. your taser in hand. You never know. Yeah. Just hop in with the taser. <laughs> Will you take me to. <laughs> take me home. Let me, let me guess you're going to Southern Utah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that is a way you do it. As um, long as it's a Fritos truck or a oh uh, Lay's. Lay's. <laughs> hostess. I, that's the only ones I'm flagging down. Yeah. Hostess would be great too. <laughs> um, yeah, Schwan's man. Schwan's man. <laughs> you know. You're going like across the country, aren't you? <laughs> I still remember what our Schwanz man looked like. Isn't that crazy? That is. Weird. I still got him in my brain, and I was like seven years old. <laughs> you made an impression. I think I on told me. you that the ours like had run over one of our yeah. kittens, and mm-hmm. it just like. Yeah. I hated that Schwanz man. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. Be thinking about on your entire trip trying to use communications as much as possible, either by trying to contact your family or whatever, or keeping up to date on what's going on yeah. in this situation. So if you have an emergency radio, I, I would suggest in any get home bag, a small emergency radio, yeah. uh, because you're going to want to keep up to date on things that are going on, whether it's martial law or some natural disaster or terrorist attack, you've got to have the information, especially if it's a long distance thing, right. because you may have to alter your route. You may have to alter the way that you're going. You, you may have to, you may have to stop at yeah. some point because of what's happening. So be thinking about communications the entire way and keeping Have a it, channel that your yeah. group is going to keep trying to reach you, you know? Sure, exactly. You know, especially if this is a weather issue that, you know, a natural yeah. disaster, you're going to, it's going to be tough. Yeah. You think about it, maybe it's a huge blizzard or if if, if it's like earthquakes. Degrees. Yeah. Be thinking about that. It could really make things more difficult. Uh, it can make your your travel much longer make vehicle travel impossible possibly right. or can those make passes those back roads yep. are going to be all blocked or exactly yeah. and it could just be super miserable <clears throat> it can be it yeah, can be i don't know speaking of super miserable mm. did you know during the pandemic there's been a 600 percent increase in cyber crime 
Is that a real statistic? I can't statistic? even cal- yeah, can't calculate that. <laughs> Calculating that's too hard. Yeah, that is a real statistic. Wow. So, you're you're threatened. You're threatened, everybody. You are. But you can protect yourself from being 601%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get Surfshark. They are a virtual private network that can protect you and all your devices. Doesn't matter mm-hmm. which one connects to the internet. You don't get a limit. Mm-hmm. You can protect them all. And the virtual private network's nice because it makes you gray man online. You can go search the web from home, and you're connected to a server in Japan. Yeah, that's rad. pretty amazing. Super rad. So they can't track you. They can't follow your uh, IP address. They can't send you annoying ads. Mm-hmm. You're going to go online, and they're not going to know it. Yeah. The thing that I really like about it, like I mentioned, is you go, like, when you pay for it, you get coverage on any device that connects to the internet, as long as it'll it download the app, you know, mm-hmm. you're not going to go on a, on a nook or something like Fridge. that. <laughs> your microwave. That's <laughs> true. You know, but you can set up your router. You can to have the VPN mm-hmm. automatically reroute. So pretty oh, yeah. awesome. You can get a subscription to this for less than sixty bucks for twenty seven months. That's huge. Mm. Like you will not find a better deal, and it's super easy. The app is super clean. It's super smart. When you're connected to the VPN, if it disconnects, mm-hmm. you lose the internet. So you don't go uh, naked out on the internet. That's not good. So It's not good to be naked on the internet. No. So go to surfshark.deal slash casualpreppers. Try it for 30 days. If you don't like it, get your money back. Boom. But I'm telling you, you will love it, and you will be safe, and your whole family can be comfortable and sleep well at night because you go online protected. Amen. There you go. Surfshark. Surfshark. So when you're traveling along the way, you've got a plan for... Cold nights and scary stuff. Yeah. So you've got to kind of um, consider how am I going to sleep and get rest? Because nothing's worse than not sleeping. Oh, uh, it's the you worst thing get in the world. More and more crazy. More and more ornery. More, you know, more and more weak. Mm-hmm. So you need to have a plan to where you can sleep safely. And that might be, you know, you might be packing a tent and just plan on camping along the way, all the way there. But like Kobe said, you're probably going to be dealing with some sort of weather issue. Yeah, probably. Or you're going to be hiking over mountains. It's going to get freaking way cold at night. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to you've got to have a plan for this. Um, consider maybe an area that has some cabins that you can. Yeah. You know, there's like a lot of little scout camps and stuff that are just abandoned during the year. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's going to be your first location. And you're going to go there, break in. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. You, but you're not stealing stuff. No. Just to sleep. You might. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> you might take a This is a survival you. scenario, okay? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but maybe you want to plan for smaller towns to go into so that you can either find a place to stay or, you know, somebody's nice enough to take you in for a time. This is going to take a lot of planning. And that Big that's time. the hard part. So I think you have to think about this before you go on your trip. You do. I You're going to feel like an idiot and you're going to feel like you're over-preparing. But why not just take a look at a map, say, if I have to go home, which way am I going to go? Right. 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 If you're a few states away or whatever it is, and say, okay, look at there's there's this place I could stop if I needed to. There's this. Right. At least have it in your brain a little bit. You don't have to take three days and, and write it all out and print it, you know, and print shop right. and whatever you get. <laughs> but just take we're, take some mental notes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, and, and <clears throat> one thing, and, and I have weird family members that'll be like, I always try and find church members. Yeah. You know, sure. but, but why not? If you, Yeah. If you're part of some, uh, Church, like a lot of times, they're religious people are like the best to. Well, yeah, not always, but <laughs> definitely not always. No, but you know, find somebody maybe of a church you belong to in that town, or mm-hmm. you know, 
So some you, sort you of got, a group that you belong to. Right. If you're yeah. an electrician, find another electrician. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Something like that. I only hit farmhouses because I grew up on farms. Yeah, I'm a PA. I'll just look for other PAs. Yeah. <laughs> but there's mangers. I do. So you never know. It's true, yes. But um, yeah, you've got to kind of plan out where there's going to be some random buildings for shelter. If you're going to encounter like really bad weather and you don't always have a tent on you and you don't want to just have a tarp. Like, yeah. So this is going to be very helpful and a lot more safe for you. And consider, you know, keeping yourself safe when you're sleeping and in these locations. You mm. got to consider security. You got to consider like cooking, um, you know, and, and starting fires and, and not being, you know, known to everybody in the world because you're out yeah. cooking stuff. But yeah, it's just got to be a big like plan of your your route and then alternatives to that route. Mm-hmm. Um, this is This is also a scenario where your EDC plays like a massive role. Yeah. Like it does in every scenario, you've got to have a good EDC plan. Um, and that's why you've got to have, you've got to try different gear. You've got to try different setups. Obviously, if you're going to be out and away, far from stuff, you're going to have a little bit bigger EDC kit so that it's on you and it's yeah. with you. Because if you're in the middle of a conference, in the middle of a city, you may not be able to get back to your hotel room. That's true. And so it's like whatever's on you or you're in a truck. And, you know, breaks down and everybody's trying to get away from some robot or something. You never know. <laughs> Killer robots. So you may not get your bag. So this is why that EDC is is massively important. That may include a firearm. Yeah. And um, a lot of people do have a firearm as part of their EDC kit. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, it, it'll be super helpful in this scenario, especially mm-hmm. if you're going to go out into the woods and things like that. And there's threats. Survival belts. Those mm-hmm. are awesome because you can wrap up fishing hooks and stuff like yeah. that. Um, <clears throat> I really like the uh, slide belt, survival belt, because it has a little knife on there, has a flashlight, has flint and steel, and it has, or, you know, a little ferro rod. <clears throat> ferro rod. And then you can bundle up stuff. You can use it as a tourniquet. Like, there's all kinds of uses mm-hmm. with a survival belt. So those are excellent. Paracord, paracord bracelet, undies, we talked about those. Yep. We still need to develop them and patent mm-hmm. them. But um, paracord goes a long way for multiple uses for tying um, people up yeah for obviously like building some kind of little shelter paracord's super handy that way and some of them have um fire starter in them and they have wire fishing line just anyways get you a good set of paracord mm-hmm. handcuff these these are all things that are like pretty easy to carry on you day to day yeah handcuff key you may want to think about that if you're going into a city and have to deal with that kind of crap <laughs> you never know um a slip <laughs> Spitcock. Yeah, spitcock. That's what it is. Silcock, you know, you can steal some water from church buildings. You and can, stuff. yeah. But um, this is more urban survival, but you've got to customize your EDC kit based on what you're doing. If you're traveling in a truck, you know, you're going to probably be using a different setup than one if you're going on a business trip. Yeah, for sure. Um, watch, compass, flashlight, a knife, multi-tool. Mm-hmm. You got to have a little medical, you know, kit, a little first aid kit that's not, you know, it's not a trauma kit or anything like yeah. that, but has maybe a tourniquet and simple items to, you know, be able to treat minor injuries. And then, um, some cash is another big yep. part of your EDC. So, you know, <clears throat> and just on the EDC thing, it's like, you've got to try different gear. You got to figure out what's comfortable. What's something that you are, you know, you trust, you know, that that multi-tool has this, this, and that on it. Mm-hmm. So building your EDC kit, customizing it to whatever 
you know, travel you're doing or whatever trip you're going on or business trip is like essential because that's always going to be the thing that you use the most. Plus it cuts down on the stuff that you put in your bug out bag or your get home bag. It's stuff that you don't need to include in there and duplicate because you know the good quality of gear you already have. And it guarantees that you're going to have that stuff with you no matter where or what's going on. So it's like, yeah, it's like one of the most important things that you can carry. Well, it's your everyday. And Mm -hmm. and so you've got to go through this. You've got to keep modifying it. You got to figure out what works and you do got to customize it a little to whatever trip and plan and long Mm -hmm. distance travel you're doing. Absolutely. And another thing is when you're away, if you're in a vehicle, your vehicle, that vehicle kit is going to be huge yeah. as well. If you're if you're doing a long road trip by yourself and you, you think that something might, I mean, obviously something could happen at any time, but you have to have the basics in that car. And we've we've talked about these vehicle kits a million times, but you at least have to have like a spare tire, extra fluids, right. have those maps in there, have a battery jumper of some sort or a backup bank, exactly. You know, toe straps, some extra cold weather gear, some food and water maybe self-defense items. And we've talked about so many different things. Your vehicle kit could be ginormous and it's probably going to be if you're going on a long trip. Right. Um, but, and maybe you'll abandon all this, but at least you have it. If you, you need have it, it you can right? take pieces of it. Yeah. If you're going to be like, I'm, I, I can't take the car any further. Yep. I got this kit ready to go. Yep. And then the next thing we're going to talk about is the get home bag. That's kind of the biggest thing in this get home scenario. Right. Um, this might be difficult depending on what your situation is. If you've flown somewhere, yeah. A get home bag is going to be pretty tough to take with you because you've probably already taken, you know, other luggage and right. things like that. So your EDC is probably going to be a bigger issue. Blow dryers. Yeah. You can, serums. Serums. Yeah. Ugh, that takes up so much room <laughs> every single time. But if you're if you're in a vehicle, then your get home bag is huge. You might as well have a great get home bag along with this vehicle kit. But the first thing we need to talk about with the get home bag is the actual bag. If you're going to be using something like a get home bag, you're probably going to be walking a long ways, mm-hmm. right? Oh, you know, you might be you might be driving, but the bag needs to be super comfortable and super sturdy. That is the number one thing. It has to fit well, and it has to it has to ride nice as you're walking yeah. because that's the number one thing you're going to be doing with it. So make sure that you've tried that out. You've walked with it. You've hiked with it. And it feels comfortable. The cheap bags, that's the biggest downfall to me is they don't ride nice. They don't. And they don't feel comfortable on your back. So Yeah, and I run into issues with the zippers. Zippers, Like yeah, you pack sure. them full yeah. and you're like just, you know, all that stuff's jostling around mm-hmm. in there and your zipper pops, pops open out. or it comes undone down at the bottom. You never can get it back together. Yeah, it's So a you've got to, yeah, you got to try it out. Have a good, have a good bag here. So what do you pack in one of these get home bags? We did a full episode on this, but I'm going to go over some of the basics here. Uh, obviously water. You have to have actual physical water in there. You have to have probably several purification methods. Yep. And... If you can, have a hydration pack in there. Yeah. Hydration pack is going to be key in a long-distance get-home scenario. You can't be stopping. Can't be stopping every hour. Yeah. Yeah, Or packing a gallon that you got in the one river you came across. If you can fill that sucker up and have it purified as it's coming out maybe with like an inline purification thing, that's going to be the ultimate way to do it. Because you don't have to stop. You can just keep rolling. Just eliminate that hole. Yep. Um, and, And it also gives you a great way to... Pack a bunch of water, yeah. right? Without worrying about those it those little. Okay, did you ever? I know we got one of those pressurized ones. Mm-hmm. Those are so nice. Are they? Because like you can spray out wounds. Yes, you yeah. can fill up bottles and like mm-hmm. you know clean things off. Like, but and, and all that is is another tube running down the opposite side that you have your mm-hmm. inline filtration system. So the pressurized ones are really nice. Absolutely. You may not have a lot of room to expand. Yeah. But 
you can put a little pressure to squirt out some nasty wounds and yep. stuff. Water's number one, food. Obviously, you have to have food in here. You may not be able to stop and find food. You may be in a place where there just is no food. Yeah. So you've got to have enough food to get you back, hopefully, in your pack. You might not be able to, but you got to try. And if you plan on foraging, you better know that area. Yeah, well you better understand it. Yeah. First aid kit, obvious. you got to have some sort of first aid kit. <laughs> this thing is going to be super important. Extra good socks. Yes. That is like the number one thing because you got to keep your feet healthy, clean, and dry. Because yeah. if you don't, good luck walking home. It's not going to happen. Do you have two? I have a, like double pair. A double pair? I think I only have one pair. Because I was like but. thinking about, they got, there's always one will get wet or yes. torn. No matter how good the quality is, I usually try and carry, carry I two. guess I just figure oh, I should well, have socks on. Well, I guess you have on. two. Yeah. I should have socks on. That's I what I kind of mean. It's yeah. like I'm not going to change sure. into the new ones. Yeah, exactly. So extra socks, huge. Maybe even extra boots or shoes in there. Yeah. Because you might be wearing your... I do one pair, just one boot. One boot. So if I'm hop through the mud. Yeah. It's great. You just save on weight. <laughs> Only bring one. No, run on one leg. I got some flip-flops in there. They're super light. <laughs> That's what my wife would pack. I know flip-flops. Um, you know, rain gear and snow gear would be great to have as well because that weather could be bad. You have to have a good fixed blade knife. A headlamp, yeah. you know, a lot of them say flashlights, but I don't even know if I'd put a flashlight. I just put a headlamp. Same in here. There. Yep. You got to have a headlamp. Well, they have those. Yeah, like the one that we got from is it Portland? What was? No, it's a coastal. Yeah, coastal Portland. Yeah. Yeah, coastal Portland. That one, that one headlamp, mm -hmm. like it's 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 as big as a regular. Like you could hold it as a regular flashlight, yeah. and it straps on your head and it's adjustable. And it, yep. But those I would go great. headlamp all day, all day long. Fire starting kit, and that, and that obviously entails several things in your kit cordage maybe a tarp you, you know it depends on how you plan on staying the night somewhere if you need to multi-tool sunglasses i i have to have sunglasses because hopefully i have them with me but if not you got to have some in your bag lip balm sunscreen hat insect repellent those Ooh. i think those are underrated for the a insect get home bag is big time yeah because those things could make a miserable walk or hike so much better right so think about that Maps and compasses, we've talked about that a million times. And, this, and that sunscreen and, and or the lip balm, you know, we've talked about how you can prevent blisters. Yep, like exactly. You want those emollients. Exactly. Hygiene items, so something to wipe your butt with, <laughs> whatever that might be, and some soap. Really, that's probably all you're going to need. You just need to keep clean. If you get some sort of a cut, you want to be able to clean that yeah. up, those types those of things. Those little Coleman dissolvable yeah. ones. Those They're are great. Like, yep. Those are really nice. Or maybe maybe you don't get soap. Maybe you just get some hand sanitizer or something. Yeah. Which, which would be great, too. Uh, cold weather gear. I think we talked about that. Cash. Again, cash, and yeah. some more cash would be great. N95 mask. I mean, we all have masks everywhere these days. So um, a small emergency radio. We talked about that. That's going to be so key in a get-home, a long-distance get-home scenario. Mm -hmm. And make sure you get one of the small ones. You don't want to get one of those suckers that are like right. a boombox emergency radio. is like... Yeah, it's not gonna. It's not great. You gotta get Freaking one of those small lightning ones. rod. Yeah, they make them so small and so light that do. you can get them in these packs and it <clears> wouldn't <throat> be an issue. Firearm or self defense items, whatever that might be, you got to figure out what's best for you. A solar USB charger. You want to keep your phone going or whatever else you have that needs to be charged. And I put in there some small binos too because depending on how you're going and what your route is, you might sure. want to be doing some scouting ahead and seeing what's going on. Maybe you see a roadblock up ahead. You want to check it out before you get there. Yeah, that's a good idea. Some small binos. They're pretty lightweight and they could really 
really help in some of these situations. Yeah, I really like that one little monocular. Like the, yeah, the monocular is great. This is really easy to clip on a belt. Yeah, perfect for you when you only have one eye. It's great. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Also, depending on the length of your travel, you may need to either make stops along the way for food, water, and supplies or scavenge as you go. So have that plan as you're going. Think about the things you need to, to look for. Maybe abandoned vehicles, empty houses, um, We've talked about this too. You might want to be wary of gas stations and grocery stores. You might not just not want to go there. It might be very bad. Maybe you can find some closed down restaurants or something like that that you could break in the back and yeah. you know, get some peanut oil or something, whatever the hell you're gonna get. <laughs> so be thinking about There's that. That peanut oil. Yeah, that's exactly what I needed. You can't believe what <laughs> I found. <laughs> mm. Calories keep me going. Yeah. Keep me all lubricated inside too. <laughs> Lungs ain't even rubbing. <laughs> I hate it when my lungs <laughs> rub against lungs my ribs. Rolling. Can't take it. You don't, yeah, don't like it. Don't like it. <laughs> um, is that it? That's the it. Peanut oil was all. The peanut oil was the end. Yeah. Um, other really important items to consider, and I already did talk about this, but that family pan, pan <laughs> that family plan and comms plan, like, yeah, because you just don't know how. Like their plan may change. You need to have ways to communicate with them. So that's really like you had said. It's just it's a super important part mm-hmm. of um, whatever scenario. You've got to have a way to communicate with and, people. And I think it's you're probably going to have to do just a little bit of discussion before every long trip like this. Right. If you're going, like, say, okay, your wife's going to make fun of you probably, or your husband. I know my wife would make fun of me, but I it's yeah. not worth. It's probably worth taking two minutes and saying, okay. Yeah, if something happens, I can't get a hold of you, and I have to walk home. It's or, guaranteed you're not gonna be able to get a hold. Yeah, of you. what are we gonna do every time I need something from my wife? Text yeah, her. oh gosh, but she yes. texts me all day about blinds, yeah, and carpets, and <laughs> yeah. changing. And then as soon in as I'm apocalypse, like, I need my iPad at work, mm-hmm. honey, honey. Hello, where hello, are you? Where are you? Yeah, but just take two minutes beforehand to say, okay, where are you gonna go if something happens? If you're not home, true. Where else? That's you gonna as be? simple as it would be. It's yeah, just like take two minutes. Let's have that plan. If I'm gonna walk home, this is the route I'm taking, probably. Right. Yeah. Right. So at least she has that information. Like, you have that information. If she feels like she needs to come and you know to you, mm-hmm. then she needs to know where to find you. Exactly. Just follow, <laughs> honey. Just follow the power lines. Mm. I'm gonna be on them or yeah. the train tracks. You'll see one me. of the two. <laughs> one of the two. Be hanging out in the tunnel, probably. <laughs> I'll be riding the next train. Um, and then, uh, you've got to be in shape. Uh, yeah. That's the hard one. That is the very, very hard one. Cause, um, walking, running, running from threats, you know, riding a horse in the back, riding a horse, Seriously? pedaling a bike on a train track. Yeah. You've got to be in shape or you're not going to make it very far. No. And, you know, let alone dealing with injuries. Yeah. You just got to be in better shape. So that's a huge part of your plan that gets overlooked. Yeah, and it's so hard. It's easier said than done. It really is. I do good at saying it, but not good at doing it. It's a, it's one of the hardest things we talk about all the time. It, it is. It's staying hard. in shape and staying healthy. Yeah. Be- and, and like staying in shape also means staying healthy because if you're not healthy, like you said. You're, yeah. A simple sprained ankle will probably kill you. <laughs> Seriously, you know. Because you, com- you can't compensate for it. You can't. No. Yeah, you're, just, you're not healthy enough. Or if you're not used to going, you know, six hours without a snack. You're not going to fight, you no. know, get a stick through the leg. Mm-hmm. You're going to die. If you can't go six hours without food. Right. Especially walking. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Good luck. That's true. Um, yeah. A healthy body definitely takes a lot more stress. 
in a healthy mind. Yes. This is going to be a very highly stressful situation with lots of anxiety, and you're going to have to be mentally aware the entire time True. because you have to have your wits about you or you're not making it home. <laughs> right. And you're not going to you're not going to be able to follow a plan and Yeah. Ugh. And if you're yeah, if you're not up to par with, you know, mm-hmm. getting in a fight with somebody and, yeah. and wrestling them You've got to run. You yeah. got to have lo- you got to have those lungs. There's only two options. You got to lube them up with peanut oil. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just keep yourself lubed up the entire time. Good luck wrestling me if I'm yeah. lubed up with peanut oil. <laughs> you know, we're going into town. <laughs> just <laughs> dump it all over you. Dumping it all. Nobody's going to grab me. <laughs> just go in naked. I ain't messing with him. <laughs> I'm just here. That for greased some. up naked man. Give me all your peanut oil. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it's peanut oil. <laughs> I don't know why. But um, also consider discussing your plan with, you know, somebody you commute with or a coworker, sure. somebody, you know, that's going with you to your, uh, you mm. know, training. It's like, okay, what if That'll we freak get them this? out. Yeah. <laughs> I want to show you this again <laughs> and why I'm carrying it. And why I got a gun and I got peanut oil. We're going to talk about <laughs> it tonight after dinner. <laughs> I want you to loop me up if I'm going to go into that town. We'll lube each other up <laughs> before He's we do anything. picking you up for your business trip. Uh, what is that bike with train tra- train rails on? Nothing. We'll talk about that on the way. We're going to talk about some stuff on the yeah. way. Yeah. You're going to learn a lot today. It's going to be great. <clears throat> but really, lone wolfing it a thousand miles back to your home mm. is going to be much harder. You're going to be crying <laughs> by yourself every night. <laughs> yeah. You better. It's better to cry with somebody. Yeah. So there's a good chance, you know, you're going to be with somebody or you're going to know someone that's actually living in the same town or something. Mm. It may be a good idea for you to coordinate, you know, yeah. the survival plan with that person. Two heads are better. You've already more. passed out the uh um NPP. the survey. <laughs> the survey. You know what's in their house, you know how well they're prepared. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, anyways, but those are some, you know, some extra items that you should consider. Staying yeah. in shape, going over your plan with your family and going over your plan with either, you know, a, a, an associate at work that's out on a trip with you for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or other family members, you know, so that you can all work together to get home. I like that. The last Piggyback. thing, the last thing I want to talk about is skills that might be super helpful in these situations. Navigation yep. is going to be huge, especially if you know Mr. Google or Siri is out of commission. You're going to have to figure out how which way's east. Yeah, which way's home. You got to know that. That's true. The, and just that the basics. Hard. Just the basics will be super helpful here. Yeah, um, communications. We've talked about communications a million times, and the, those types of skills absolutely necessary and will absolutely help you in these situations. Fire starting and shelter building both will be great when it comes to you know taking a load off at night and you want to eat something, you want to stay warm, and you want to stay out of the weather. Both of those could be great for yeah. you. Self-defense and physical fitness kind of go together a little bit, but maybe not so much, but self-defense... And that's like what Cam said. It could be, you know, firearms. It could be knife fighting. It could be bow staff skills. Whatever it is, it could be just hand-to-hand combat. All of those will be super helpful as you're as you're going through this situation. Physical fitness and health. Can't stress it enough. I don't yeah. even want to talk about it anymore because we've hit it so <laughs> many times, but it's a huge deal. Situational awareness. Yeah. That right there, especially at the beginning of these understanding what's going on and the best way to attack the the problem you have is going to be huge. Yeah. Because making a wrong move at the beginning just throws everything off. Yeah. Throughout the whole thing. It's like simple things when I'm in a store or something, I'm always Mm -hmm. thinking about like, where are the eggs? It's like, 
You get the eggs? Is that what you said? Where are the eggs in this building? <laughs> Exits. I always know where the eggs Exits. are. Exits. I know where the eggs are but, in you know, every like, building. You've got to don't go into a building if you don't have a plan of like escaping yeah. it. Yeah. Where's the peanut oil? Where's the eggs? I don't mean always. I'm playing during this. Yeah. Um, water skills. Where's the eggs? You know, first water- thing I do when I go in a building, where are the eggs? I know where they are. Control they throw them. them. They, I am the egg man. <laughs> I am a walrus. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> water skills. We talked about that. You got to understand the water skills. Negotiation and bartering could be a tremendous skill to have in a long term for sure or a long range get home scenario. Um, not. I got two bullets. You want you want them in your head or in your hand? You tell we me. can trade right now. Yeah, let's trade. Knots could be great in these situations. Last one is mechanicking. Yes. Because you you got to keep a vehicle going. Or maybe yeah. you got to get a vehicle going, whatever sure. it is. So anyways, those are some skills to think yeah. about for and this situation. And on that, I've been wanting to teach my wife how to drive a manual, you know, because yeah. she had a traumatic experience in high school. Did when she? she was trying to learn, now she just doesn't want to ever try yeah. it. But you never know. You You'd might really jump don't. in that pickup and be like, what? Yeah. What's a stick up in the mouth? <laughs> what do I do with this? Yeah. So it'd be good yeah. to learn how to do the, that stuff. Nice. So there it is. There's your long-term, long-distance, get-home scenario. Yep. Key items. Peanut oil. Peanut oil. And oh, what was the other thing? Awareness of eggs <laughs> in buildings. <laughs> eggs. Yep. Egg awareness. Egg awareness is a big deal. Yeah. Guys, today's podcast is brought to you by Tack. Pack, the only monthly tactical subscription box with useful professional grade stuff inside. Use our code Casual Preppers. You're going to get a free separate bag of EDC gear along with your first month's Tack Pack. I mean, that's a great deal. Head to TackPack.com. Use our code Casual Preppers. They got great stuff. Yeah. If you have ARs and you don't Did have, we have this, one this month? I, I don't know. Probably coming. Yeah. Probably on its way. They got such good stuff, especially if you have an AR. Like, I've got so many magazines yeah and i'm not talking about books but like magazines for your bullets you know they have their hand in every like gun production they do because i don't know how they get all the stuff they do. i don't know how they it's do it's incredible go grab it techpack.com yeah, but we do have a battle box today which is super fun mission 84 let's look at that cameron let's do it this this was one of the best boxes they've had in quite some time i agree i'm really excited for this year i always tend box. to like the smaller boxes i do too whoops but I'm I'm super excited because this is kind of the new the new uh management system. new management system. So I'm super excited. Climate V seat, sixteen ninety five value. It's a blow up seat that you can take with you. It, it, Maybe cool. help you cross the river too. Could blow Absolutely. it up. Absolutely, float it. Great. The no so custom battle box patches. These might seem like not a great item, but they're actually really really cool. Oh, that's cool. They're if, like yeah, vinyl. You, or something. you don't have to. Yeah, they're not vinyl. There, you can put them on. Coats or tents or sleeping bags. That's pretty. And they'll sweet. help waterproof them back up. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's awesome. I think those are. They'd be great for Maybe a get your home climate. Bag. Pokes a hole. Exactly. Put that you got it. On it. The Fox Edge Olea knife. You get a knife in the basic box. Thirty dollar value. Really cool little really? EDC. This is in the basic. Basic box. There you go. Really that, cool. This one though. Yep, that's it. Wow. Yeah. It's got a wood handle. I know. It's a pretty oh, sweet, like little, that one. sweet little blade. That's a good go-to-dinner one. It sure is. And then we go to the advanced box, and we have the Light Band Active 520. This is a cool Robocop headband <laughs> lamp yeah. thing. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's like an different. LED never seen something like band that. for a headlamp. It does. It looks like 
Star Trek. I'm going to put out a video that kind of shows this thing pretty soon. You know, you look so awesome. Seriously. <laughs> what did you say? Nothing. <laughs> then we go to the Pro Box, and we have the 511 Tactical Halo Neck Gator. Um, those are great to keep you warm and uh, to conceal your face if you need to. Keep your Protect neck. you from the pandemic. That's right. A little bit. Got that. And then in the Pro Box, we also have the Zippo Heatbank 9S Plus Rechargeable Hand Warmer. These are great. Yeah, I've been I've been playing with it. Yeah. Um, they're basically like a little thing that heats up. You put it in your pocket. It keeps you warm. And you can charge a device off Yeah, you can it. charge a device off it. And you just recharge it. Pretty you freaking need awesome. your hands warm. Yeah. Charge your phone. And then the last item we have is the Lord and Field Tommy P knife. It's a little bushcraft and general outdoor type knife. Oh, pretty yeah. sweet looking. That is pretty sweet looking. Yeah, pretty exciting. So there is the latest. Looks like the abdomen of a bee or something. Does, yeah, the latest battle box. So use our code Casual Preppers. You're going to get a free knife with that sucker. It's time for the quick and dirty medical tip. You get a sucker in the battle box? Always, everyone. <laughs> it's like going to the bank as a kid. <laughs> going to the dentist. Yeah. All right. So this is kind of an interesting one, but... I okay. see a lot of it in the clinic. I'm probably going to see a lot more. I can probably see a lot more, yeah. Yeah. So um, we always see a lot of older gentlemen, it seems like, that use earplugs and stuff like that. Uh-huh. They get impacted cerumen. And some people just freaking produce candles in their ears. Really? Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And it can be uh, tricky to get out. A lot of times they just come in to get them irrigated. So um, just a few uh, little items I wanted to mention about cerumen impaction. Because you may have so to what deal is with cerumen? It. So cerumen is just your earwax. Earwax, okay. So it'll get all, you know, it'll, it naturally your ear just sort of pushes it out. But if it gets dry, if you're using earbuds all the time or, you know, earplugs, you're going to probably get impaction. Just seals the whole ear canal. Mm. So what we usually do in clinic, the basic way is just using, um, we just use like lukewarm water and a syringe, like Mm -hmm. a, like a, Usually it's a 60 cc syringe. You want a kind of a bigger one. Don't want to put a lot of pressure on it. And you want to pull the ear back. So you want to pull it back and up and it it kind of straightens out your ear canal. And then you just use a little nozzle and kind of spray it out. That's the simplest way. Um, Sometimes it's dry. You get little flakes and particles and it's harder to get out. And if you can't look in the ear, then you probably want to use like mineral oil or just saline and let it kind of soak in there. So you put it in, leave it for like five to 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. That'll help soften the wax up. And then you can rinse it out easier. Oh, nice. You want, you don't want to be sticking crap in there to try and dig it out. You don't want to yeah. use bobby pins. You don't want to use Q-tips. That just worsens the situation. Everybody does it. And I understand. Yeah. But when you're in this scenario where you probably won't be able to find a medical provider, you want to prevent doing those things. Right. And the, and the best thing to do, truthfully, is to just kind of keep that wax softened. Um, one of the preventative ways, which is kind of interesting, actually had never, I, I learned about this just recently to keep you from accumulating and getting ear, like getting plugged ears. What they recommend, this is ENT, which is where I'll be, <laughs> yeah. but, um, is you get a, uh, cotton ball dipped in mineral oil and you actually will put it kind of, just kind of tuck it into the ear canal and leave it for 10, 20 minutes once per week. Wow. Like if you have a lot of problem with earwax accumulation and have to get it rinsed or, um, you know, dug out yeah. every six to 12 months, you probably want to do some kind of prevention. And that's the best way to do it is using mineral oil on a little like 
gob of cotton that you can still grab and pull out so you don't want to get stuck in there and stick it in like 10 to 20 minutes once per week. Hmm. Kind of interesting that that prevents that helps it accumulation of wax that's going to get stuck. Yeah. So um, the other thing is a lot of people wonder what you can put in your ear. A lot of people use hydrogen peroxide. It's fine, but you want to do like a one to 10 ratio of water and hydrogen peroxide if you use the hydrogen peroxide. Yeah. The downside to using hydrogen peroxide is it can be a little bit abusive to the ear canal. And then somebody that has like diabetes or other health conditions, the last thing you want to do is develop an ear infection. That's bad. You know, when you can't get antibiotic drops. So it's going to be better for them to use just plain water and then use like a mineral oil to kind of soften that earwax. And they just kind of put it in there, let it set, and then let it just kind of run out. Hmm. When you're in the shower, if you let, which is the most annoying thing in the world, but letting some water go into your ear and leaving it for a second, you know, one to two minutes and then knocking it out yeah that can also help prevent accumulation as long as you don't have a busted eardrum <laughs> right. right you don't if you're having a lot of pain you probably want to find somebody yeah. to look in there <laughs> but um those are just some basic items to keep cerumen out and to keep you from getting ear ears all plugged up and having to find some provider mm. to dig it out i hear you interesting i hear you buddy <laughs> what did you say <laughs> awesome. anyways very so, good simple like stuff it. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. We appreciate it. Uh, please go check out the sponsors. That really helps us out tremendously when you do that. Please make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and you follow us on all the social media platforms, TikTok, Facebook, uh, Instagram, YouTube, all those things. Yeah. I mean, we appreciate it immensely because you guys are awesome. Seriously. Aren't you? That's yeah. what we think, They're right? They're freaking awesome. We like them. All of them. All of you. All right, guys. Thanks and stay survived.